So I'm going squatching. We're going squatching, bitches. Welcome back to Don't Touch My Sasquatch. Every week we explore the mysteries of the cryptid, the creepy, and the unexplainable. We are your hosts. I am the unabducted Josh. And I continue to be Lennon, not knowingly abducted in my history past. Well, they might have erased that. Probably. Follow us on Instagram at Don't Touch My Sasquatch Pod. Go to our website at don'ttouchmysasquatch.com. If you're enjoying the content and you want to show your support, join us on Patreon for ad-free episodes. Exclusive Patreon-only content, discounts, and first chance to get new merch, and much, much more. Please like, share, and leave us a rating. This helps us to be seen by more people. And here is a message from our sponsor. Every year... Millions of Sasquatches are needlessly ripped from their hovel and thrown into secret captivity, or worse, the long sleep. But we have a chance to change the lives of the Sasquatch community. So listeners, we urge you to do the right thing. For a small financial donation a month via our Patreon, you could help to grow the world's number one free-range Sasquatch sanctuary by supporting our podcast. Our friend Little Squatch is so happy at his new home since we rescued him from Yosemite National Park. With your help, he could be reunited with his family in his new home. If you can't afford a donation, please help get the good word out and give us a five-star rating and tell a friend. Every thought counts, but money counts more. As little as five, keep a Squatch alive. Thank you. Thank you, Lennon. It's beautiful. I love you, little Squatch. Yeah, we're doing good work here. It, every damn day. Every day. Every day. Well, today's episode, in a weird transition from saving a Squatch, we're going to talk about Sasquatch abducting us. Yeah, they could be dicks. Not you, little Squatch. You're keep, awesome. Just keep it up, man. Yes, the Sasquatch sometimes is big. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, that's you. <laughs> just point. Um, yeah, so uh, Sasquatches like to kidnap people, apparently. Throughout history, um, every year around 1,600 individuals go missing in our national parks in the United States, where we're from. That is a lot of people. Yes. Uh, the number is a rough estimate because the government does not keep track of nor keeps a list of missing persons in our national parks. I feel like we're doing a public service announcement right now. We f- it does feel Kinda, like Kind of, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, this phenomenon we will explore uh, in a little bit. We'll, we'll kind of get into that and talk about a future episodes about it. But with the vast amount of land that an undiscovered species of highly intelligent creatures has at its feet, it's not a far stretch to ponder if these creatures are responsible for some instances of the disappearances, as ancient astronaut theorists believe. (laughs) Got him. Nice. I was not expecting that. (laughs) No, you weren't. (laughs) That was a couple episodes ago, so it really wasn't on my mind. (laughs) Uh, Possibly. Um, Could be. Uh, so yeah, uh, as, uh, Proverbs says, Bigfoot be curious, Bigfoot be strong, Bigfoot be wise. And has a long dong. Bigfoot be hung. <laughs> oh my God. 
We had the same one. Incredible. <laughs> it's funny. Sorry. It's that so was good. not planned or scripted. I do not look at his notes and he doesn't oh, look at my man. notes. We don't know what each other's going to say. Same wavelength. <laughs> that was oh, great. Wonderful. Sorry. I liked yours better, though. I couldn't get that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Bigfoot has lived alongside man for as long as recorded history. Uh, there's tales from the Himalayas and Northern Asia, and they tell of a white furred. Snow Bigfoot that they call the Yeti. Everyone's heard the Yeti. I mean, maybe we'll save one of them someday. Little Yeti. That'd be cool. We'll get a, like, oh, a little, little like Yeti. frozen corner of our uh, sanctuary for the Yetis. Oh, Little Yeti. Yeah. I, we're getting a, we got to get Yeti now. Now we got to find Little Yeti. Uh, okay. No, we still love you, though, Squatch. We want a friend for you. Um. So as well as... Uh, the Yeti in <laughs> Asia. <laughs> we got lost there for a second. <laughs> we did. Um, the native tribes of North America tell of a beast that has been a huge staple in their lore. They sure do. The Northwest Native Americans, to be kind of specific, because we are specific, aren't we? We are. With everything. We're very Pacific. <laughs> We're actually Eastific. Oh. I, I tried to make a board for Eastern. We're Eastern. So the Northwest Native Americans tell of uh, Sasquatch in, in their in their folklore commonly. They describe them as six to nine feet tall, very strong, hairy, uncivilized, and they often smell like horrible, like like garbage, like stank. dirty socks. They stank, and they don't. So they don't use silverware at the table. Is what you're saying? They're uncivilized. They're uncivilized. <sighs> that is a quote I got. Uncivilized. Our guys, we civilize. Our Sasquatch. We, so. uh, what's the word? Naturalize. Naturalize. <laughs> Naturalize. Well, that's what the, um, going dark here, back to our Skinwalker episode. Oh. That was what the United States government did to the, um, Native Americans. It was they tried to, quote unquote, naturalize them into we, we don't do European that. society. We do not do that. No. No, no. We no. just teach them manners. Exactly. Just don't, don't. We teach them how to put beard products in. Stop throwing your Dr. Squatch. Come on, call us. <laughs> Stop throwing your feces and we'll be happy. <laughs> so they use whistles, grunts, and gestures to communicate with each other, much like I use my hands to communicate with Lennon. Nonstop. Nonstop. It is said in Native American, Northwest Native American specifically, cultures that the male Sasquatch is able to mate with female women. Gross. Yes, I, I, I feel a little foreshadowing here. <laughs> so we have... Some differing beliefs in the, in the Northwest Native Americans. There are some tribes that believe um, they take things and don't that don't belong to them. That's yeah. They may kidnap women, but ultimately they don't harm them or anybody. Uh, they're either alone or in small family units, and they may exchange gifts or use sign language with the Native American people. It's a so, health exchange. It, it just is. got in my head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just a big bowed present coming <laughs> yeah. down at a little tree. <laughs> no, I'm tree stump. He goes. For wonder, you. Wonder what he's going to leave me this or she. For you. <laughs> well, other tribes, they think the creatures, as they put them, the Sasquatches, are more malevolent, and they attack humans. They play dangerous tricks on people. They steal children, and they may even eat people. I like the other tribes version. Like you're exchanging yeah, gifts, you get cool ass gifts. Yeah, you're using sign language. I don't know water <laughs> <laughs> for all the <laughs> water <laughs> for, 
for everybody watching it uh, on the non-existent video platform, I just signed the word water. (laughs) (laughs) Caught me off guard. Yeah. That is my objective in this podcast. (laughs) Get you giggling. Oh, shit. So are these tales more than just a legend? Do Sasquatches actually kidnap or abduct people? Let's dive into some stories of Sasquatches abducting people, and we will let you decide for yourself. So the first story we're going to talk about, I will talk about, I should say, is the story that is, I guess, the most well-known about Albert Ostman. Yes. If you look Bigfoot up and abduction, you basically just find 700 stories of this guy. That's about all that comes up. That about, that about it. I don't know. I'm starting to talk like him now. You know what I'm saying? So the details in the story I'm about to tell, uh, they come from a combination of an interview with him. It's a shorter interview. And also a YouTube video of the recount of an interview he uh, he gave. I think it was through a newspaper. I can't remember the exact newspaper. Mm-hmm. They read the article, nonetheless. There's like five videos of them reading the same thing. It's got to be a newspaper article. This video slash interview is called Bigfoot slash Sasquatch, classic Albert Ostman encounter story and location shown using Google Earth. Thank God. It is right. <laughs> it is by Will Star Mysteries YouTube channel. I wanted to give Shout him out. credit. Thanks, friend. Exactly. So the links to both the actual interview and you should watch both, especially the interview because he got that old timey talk. Oh, it's incredible. And he's Swedish, so it's the old timey talk with a little bit of twang. <laughs> <laughs> so interview and the YouTube video both are in the description. For you to listen to. And I really do urge you to listen to it because in this story, I leave out some details that weren't needed for the story, but his descriptions are just fantastic. Mm-hmm. They're fantastic, and you need you don't need to. I urge you. Listen it to build it for the yourself. Case for it, it really the details are they help, sure. Yeah. It's more so just the way he tells it and some of the just outlandish things he says yeah. is is phenomenal. And I, cool. I, if I did the whole interview, we'd have a whole episode on this interview. Like, story, I mean. We wouldn't talk about my fancy stories. We need to talk about your fancy stories because I'm looking forward to hearing about them. I know nothing about them. <laughs> All right, hit me with it. All right, so this started in 1924 on the coast of British Columbia. Albert Osman, was, he was a lumberjack. He was, I think they said Swedish. I hope I didn't say that wrong if I did. You did say Swedish. Okay, but I'm pretty sure he's Swedish. I actually did not write it down. It's a country that starts with an S, and I'm pretty sure it's Swedish, or it could be Switzerland. Sudan? No, no, no. (laughs) He was on a vacation, a three-week camping trip. I've heard three-week fishing trip, but three-week camping trip, that's a long fishing trip if it's fishing. It'd be fun. Sorry. To to get away, I mean. And before embarking on his trip, he spoke with many of the local Native Americans, and uh, they warned him of the Sasquatch. Sasquatch, which he never heard of before. He never heard stories, didn't know what this creature was. And the Native Americans he talked to then described said Sasquatch to him. They said, it has hair all over its, their body, but they aren't animals. They are big people living in the mountains, tracks up to two feet long, and height around eight feet. My note says eight inches. It's eight feet. The goddamn mountain <laughs> devils. <laughs> Absolutely. Throwback. We're back. (laughs) 
Episode one to episode eleven. Goddamn Mountain <laughs> Devils. Except these ones don't have metal plates in their heads, so we're we're set Ding. there. Bing sparks. <laughs> oh, the good old days. Oh, we, we were so, so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I said fuck. <laughs> He brushed these stories off. Um, he didn't believe any of them. And he said it may have been true hundreds of years ago, but not any more. Famous last words. Yeah. So some of the tools he brought with him on this camping trip. He brought one 3030 Winchester rifle. He brought a homemade prospecting pick. It has an axe on one side and a pick on the other. A leather sheath for the pick that attached to his belt. And a sheath knife. So that's the tools he's working with. He brought a lot of food. I didn't list the food because... He's going for two weeks. I, I don't need it. Yeah, he's three got weeks. Three, three weeks. weeks got just a fuck ton of food then. But it's... it's he Sorry. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> so he... It doesn't add anything to the story. No. I mean, he brought a snuff box. That does add something to the story. Yeah, food's self-explanatory though. Yeah. Now... Snuff box and chew, I guess, are different. I was told, um, isn't snuff the snuff box? What I was told, I don't do any of this stuff, so I'm I'm really ignorant to this. Yeah. So in the story, you'll get to he puts it in his mouth. But I was told that a snuff box is finer grain tobacco that you sniff. Yes, he doesn't sniff the he puts it in his mouth. So that'll That's be later true. in the story. But gotcha. he calls it a snuff box. Gotcha. It contains tobacco. That's where it is. For consumption, got it. For consumption. So he made a point to state that he was a heavy sleeper and not much not much awoke him during the night. And for three mornings in a row, he woke up to find that his campsite had been visited during the night by some nefarious creature stealing, stealing food. Bastard. And yeah, that's his food. He needs to last three weeks. Un, you're not ungrateful, but these ungrateful Sasquatches... <laughs> On the fourth night, he got into his sleeping bag. He was fully clothed. Clothed. He wasn't clothed. He was fully clothed <laughs> to surprise the creature that had been stealing his food while he slept. He uh, he had his pick in. No, no. He had his pick in the tree above him. He had his rifle inside the bag with him. Uh-huh. And he had his knife in the bag with him. And sleeping bag with him. Because he planned on staying up the whole night until he found the creature, surprised the creature, and... Get rid of the creature. He thought it was a, what do you call it? A pine? A pork? He was hoping it was a porcupine. <laughs> I, I wish I wrote down his little slang term for porcupine, but I think it, it was is, a pork. He wants some rainbow pork. head being done. Yeah. <laughs> he he wanted some pork stew, is what he said. Pork stew. Delicious pork stew. Not the or pork porcupine. Porky porky stew. Uh, whatever it was, it was porcupine Either stew. Way. It's cool, right? Well, on the fourth night, he then awoke. It. He, let me let me start by saying. He eventually fell asleep on accident, yeah. yeah, and he's a heavy sleeper. I made sure to note that because he then awoke to, to someone just kind of picking him up and throwing it on his shoulder, him on his shoulder. Huh. The, 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 uh, Much to his chagrin, right? The sleeping bag as well as the knapsack. Mm. So it had some of the food and the snuff in it. Yeah. So this thing picked him up. Sure. He thought he was tossed on the back of a horse, but realized that this creature was walking upright. Mm-hmm. And that's not a horse. Ain't none of them horses do that. No, he wanted to grab his his uh, sheath knife mm-hmm. to cut himself out of the sleeping bag. Uh, unfortunately, it was underneath him. See, when the creature grabbed him, he fell down into the bottom of the sleeping bag, mm-hmm. 
And so he's just cramped so up. So he's down being there. carried like an actual sack. Exactly. <laughs> sack of potatoes. <laughs> yes. He slid down. So his knife was underneath him. He couldn't grab at it. Yeah. Uh, but his rifle he had with him in a sleeping bag, he could hold. It was right there. He's like, shooting his way out of the sleeping bag. <laughs> no, and that comes up later in the story. We sorry. will. No, no. Don't be sorry. Brain. My brain goes immediately to scenarios like it's a sketch show. <laughs> Good, because that'll work perfect for the end of the episode where we do our new segment. Ooh. So as he, as he was being carried, he heard the creature huffing and puffing while it climbed a mountain. Then he felt it going down the mountain. It was hard to breathe while he was in the sleeping bag because the creature, like we've stated, was holding him like a sack of potatoes. Luckily... The creature's hands weren't big enough to totally close off the end of the sleeping bag, mm-hmm. so air was allowed to get in, but it was still hard to breathe. Otherwise, he probably would have passed out and suffocated to death. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. After a long and rather uncomfortable walk trip, walk. It, I mean, it was a walk for the Sasquatch. It was a trip for him. <laughs> right. He was squished down with his boots hitting his legs, and it was very uncomfortable. He said he said it took up to three to four hours. Days. To walk. Damn. And he thought they went roughly 25 miles. Holy. F- that's some, yeah. That's some speed. Right? It's some speed, but. What's that work out walk. to? So three hours, 25 miles. So three divided. We'll say three instead of four. We'll say three divided by 24 or 25. That's eight miles an hour, roughly. Yeah, I did that in my head. I did that in my head. What is the normal human walking speed? I'm just curious. We're getting sidetracked. You can cut. You looked at it. No, no, I'm not. You look for the normal walking speed. I'm going to continue with. You just chime in when you find it. So after this walk, he was finally dropped onto the ground. That's right. He dropped onto the ground. The ground was a little uneven. He kind of rolled a little bit. He crawled out of the sleeping bag and he looked around, saw that he was faced with four gigantic, hairy, ape-like creatures. Looking to be a family, mother, father, two kids. Did you find it? I did. You looked excited, so I wanted to let two you Two and a half to four miles per hour. Two and a half to four, so that is about four times the speed. Two Which, and a half to four. Wait, two no, and a half to we'll four. Say, we'll say, yeah, it's like double. That's right, when I take Which a walk. fine, because you got to double the leg length stride. Yeah, I actually, I don't know why I didn't think this. When I go for my walks, my watch tracks me, I go 3.3 miles per hour, so. There you go. I, I don't know why that just struck me like, Okay, oh. so it works out. About, yeah, that's, that's kind of wild how that worked out. It is cool. It kind of leads some credibility. Yeah, it does lead to some credibility. I sounded drunk when I said that. Exactly. <laughs> and I don't drink. So now he's facing these these fellows, and uh, he called out, "What do you fellers want with me?" I, I, let me try. What do you fellers want with me? I can't. That sounded like a Chicago mobster. Uh, we're gonna stop. We're not gonna do the accents. <laughs> not doing the accents. All he heard back was unrecognizable just chatter. Where they're just going, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It was creepy as hell. Coming from the woods at night. Well, while he was watching them chatter back and forth, the female looked extremely unhappy with what the big fella brought home. And the big fella was waving his hands, kind of like me, <laughs> and telling them what was on his mind. <laughs> is, I'm literally quoting what is said multiple times here because it's just said. it's like it's good i'm telling you it's it's fucking gold so then osman osman yeah i said that yeah. right. osman says that he tried to grab his things and walk out of the opening 
that the large fella, I'm just going to leave. The <laughs> big fella pushed him, pushed against him, not pushed him, sorry, pushed against him, not letting him leave. He said the male made a noise, soka, soka, while pushing him, pushing it back against him. Soka, soka. He claimed that he then backed up after being pushed by this big fella to about 60 feet because well, he wanted to shoot him with yeah. his rifle. And he didn't want to be right on top of them because sure. you might want to get a couple shots off. I don't think one shot's going to floor the big fella. The big fella. He decided not to, though, as he thought back to a... As he thought back to a moving picture, remember 1924, so yep. new. Oh, the old moving picture. <laughs> he, so he thought back to a moving picture that he watched of a gorilla being shot seven times and still coming at the shooter. Mm. That's creepy shit right there. Yeah. And gorillas are huge. Sasquatches are bigger. Right, little Squatch? Not little Squatch. He's not full grown yet. He sure isn't. He's... Just come out of the womb, it looks like, his size. (laughs) (laughs) So he didn't think the bullet would kill the creature and it would just piss him off, which is actually a smart thing, like not to piss him off, but to not shoot him, to piss him off. Yep. And then he would be in more danger and probably would be killed. He said that they smelled like a a bunkhouse filled with lots of dirty socks. (laughs) (laughs) I like this guy. (laughs) Right? You got to watch the interview. He's he's like the actual interview. Yeah. Because he's just riddled with this stuff. So in the old country, a man, or he, sorry, he remembered back to in the old country when a man saved himself from a bull, a charging bull, by putting snuff in its eyes. He figured that if he could blind the big fella by putting snuff in his eyes, he could then escape. So that was kind of where his plan was going. Now the young fella. So we had the big fella. Yeah. the young fella. That's that's the Slightly kid. Well, yeah, the young fella. Ooh. He said he was probably between 15 and 18, I think he said. So he said the young fella gave he him. a certain age. Oh, he discerns a lot. Don't worry. <laughs> the young fella gave him some sweet grass to eat. And in return, Albert put a teaspoon of snuff in, am- in an empty snuff box. And he gave it to the young fella. Yeah, that's right. We're going with young fella and big fella. Okay, like we're, we're doing his words. I got names in mind. Oh, good. Perfect. Perfect. So now he gave the young fella the, an empty snuff box with a teaspoon in it. The young fella tasted it and went over to the big fella. The big fella licked it with his tongue. I don't know what else he'd lick it with, but he licked it with his tongue. <laughs> and then they started talking, chattering back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> got him. That's, it's a different kind of licking. Yeah. <laughs> So then he said if he could get the big fella to come over to him and eat a whole box of the snuff, now he changed his plan, it would surely kill him. That way the big fella would kill himself and he wouldn't be guilty of murder. Oh, Jesus. I don't think it works that way, by no. the way. Yeah, here, have the, eat this. Eat it all. Oh, you died? Oh. How did that oh, happen? No. <laughs> Let me escape. I didn't kill anything. Who would have known? <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly. I'll see myself out. <laughs> Logical, right? Yep. Now, in the morning, a little sna- smack there. Oh, we're going to get to a smack soon. In the morning, he made a big thing of strong coffee. This is on night. Uh, he he was trapped for six days. Not oh. trapped, but captured for six days. Sorry. All good. I have that at the end. I don't know why I didn't put it there. He was there for six days. This was on the morning of the last day. Mm. 
He made a big thing of strong coffee, and he put a pinch of snuff in his mouth. Then he started smacking his lips like it tasted good. The big fella then came over and grabbed his snuff box and swallowed the contents whole. <gasps> yeah, he did it. He then the big fella then grabbed the coffee and drank it down, grounds and all. Ooh, yummy. Yeah, yeah. He started. Yeah, he was in pain at this point. The big <laughs> fellow was in pain at this point. He apparently put his head between his legs, grabbed his knees, and started rolling around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Imagine, think of that, a big seven or eight foot hairy creature just like rolling around like a Fetal monkey. position Woo! rolling. Yeah, he was uncomfortable though. I think he was just like, what just do I do? To, probably trying to digest something. Right. <laughs> he became violently ill and he ran to the spring for some water. Albert used this distraction as opportunities to, to escape. I'm glad the big fellow went to the spring for some water. That gives me hope that he survived. We don't know if he survived or not. Maybe. I this mean, is Pacific this Northwest. Is also 1924. So yeah. if he did survive, we can't go out and find him and ask him. Like, hey, big fella. You, you well, remember the stuff? Oh, you hate humans now. I wonder why. We'll just bring a... a tin of coffee grounds with us and we'll shake him around any and if there's one that runs away it's him Soka. yeah i said uka maybe they said uka <laughs> so while he was running for the opening the female that's what he calls her the female yep so the mother was running after him he then turned and shot above her head she must never have seen a gun before because she turned and ran the other way. <laughs> no fucking shit. <laughs> she never saw a gun before? Really? Oh, God. So he spent six days in captivity, or captive, held captive from these creatures. Uh-huh. In the interview, he was asked, why did you think the big fella took you? Ready for these answers? I'm ready. All right, I'm going to lay it on you. He said he believes that the big fella kidnapped him to be... With his daughter. Ah. So she made no advances, though. Because mm. the interviewer then said, did she make any advances? He goes, no, she made no advances. <laughs> and Thank it's an arranged God. marriage. <laughs> Thank God, because listen to this. He says the daughter could have been between 11 and 15 years old. Oh, Jesus Christ. Wait for it. Because she had no development like a lady. Their breasts were hanging like fur gloves. Oh god! Oh god! Fur gloves! Oh yeah! Gloves! Just blah 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 blah. <laughs> oh god! Just picture that image for oh, a second. Oh man! He thought he could uh, get the big fella out. He thought if he could get the big fella out of the way, he could have brought the young lady out to civilization, like saved her, quote unquote. But what good would that have done? He would have had to kept her in a cage to be displayed to other people. What? Huh? I'm going to save her from her family. Put her right into a cage. Put her in a cage <laughs> instead of the wild, where she's free. Yep. Put her in a cage to display her. To... Okay. Yes, sir. Now we're going to. Now he describes the old lady, the mother. Uh huh. We're getting to it, Birdie. We're going to give him a nickname one of these episodes. Or she. Whatever. Something. Chirping bastard. The old lady had very wide hips oh. and a goose like walk. Okay. Mm Wait for it. She wasn't built for beauty or speed. 
good sturdy frame. <laughs> she, she was an old mountain woman. She had hair in her chest and everything. Oh, wait, actually, she does. Okay. Very close. She would have benefited from some of those lovable braziers, braziers and uplifts. Okay. They would have been a great improvement on her look and figure. <laughs> that is a quote by him, by the way. That is not a oh, man, that's incredible. His storytelling is impeccable, or his recount of yeah. the story. He's like, maybe sometime in the future, they, they make some kind of implants for their things. <laughs> you know, get the fur gloves into perky gloves. <laughs> and then after that, we'll get the big mama, or the old lady, uh, Brazier, get her figure all slimmed down. Maybe fix that goose walk. I don't know if she got a bad hip. <laughs> maybe it's a knee from all this uh, mountain climbing. <laughs> she got a she, bad hip. Yeah, she she walked like a goose. <laughs> Now, maybe, just maybe, when that young lady matures a little bit, we'll get her a brazier too. <laughs> we butter in a cage. Absolutely. <laughs> and then we're going to go have some fun. <laughs> oh, this guy's a character. And He's wonderful. And his logic is... Well, if they if he eats the whole snuff box and dies, it's not on me. I can't I didn't, get arrested. <laughs> I'm not... I didn't murder him. That wasn't me. So for for a full description of the creatures, even more details in the whole story, I highly, highly recommend. Watch the videos attached in the description. You will not be disappointed. I can't wait to meet okay. this guy. Uh, unfortunately, I think he died in 1970-something. I, he's definitely dead. Passed away. Let's be a little sensitive, right? <laughs> not as sensitive as him, though. <laughs> he's a sensitive soul. Fucking goose step. Oh, goose step wide hip bitch. Goose walking. <laughs> Jeez. You know, you know those old wooden toys where it was like a duck or a goose and yeah. the feet would go around yeah, in a yeah. circle? They were modeled after her. That's what I'm just imagining her walking is. <laughs> Hips and shoulders the same width. She was not built for speed or beauty. <laughs> I'm she was sorry. built for lugging shit up and down a mountain. <laughs> was a silverback gorilla that's a female built for beauty for a human? Exactly. No. Was a tiger built for beauty for a human? Depends on the human. Absolutely. Was a goat <laughs> built for... Oh, we're not going there, actually. We're Hold on. Stop. There. So this was a wild tale. Yep. I mean, it gets even wilder with all the details he has. Um, but... He did sign an affidavit stating that all the events he described in every interview were true. Really? Now, it's just a piece of paper, and how sure. much can you put credit into that? But it is something. Could and be. He passed lie detectables. You screwed me up with the could be. Sorry. <laughs> he passed lie detector. Um, but th- you can pass lie detectors. Like yeah. that's, that's a thing. You can beat them. And these creatures are commonly found in Northwest Native American folklore. I put that in twice because it is... Apparently that I don't remember that. Yeah, but that was kind of a segue because I know one of your stories. Yeah, but it's kind of a segue into your Sasquatch My abduction Sasquatch. stories. You have yes. two. You have, I have two because I had the long one. They're both very similar, and you have a short one. But we're not talking about that. Oh, I had the long okay. story. <laughs> I thought you were throwing it to me, and I was kitchen and running. You did not catch what I just said. I said I have the long one, and you have the short one. But we're not talking about that. Oh fucker! Yeah, there you go. Anyways, please proceed with... Oh, it's my turn for sure. Absolutely. Okay. I can't wait to hear these. I'm really excited. Okay. They're going to get weird. 
we're getting weird with it. I um, love when we get weird. That sounded weird. Yeah. So I got. I two, love it. I got two stories. Um, they're both kind of. Uh, they're very similar in the cases that happen to them. And That's okay. You may recognize uh, some similarities in a popular Disney movie. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Okay. Was, it, was that right? Yeah. Oh. It's going to get weird. What? You know, if you really think about Beauty and the Beast for a second, another tangent. It's weird. We, we really get into tangents here. I That's love good. it. I love it. She fell in love with a beast. Yeah. Did she have sex with said beast? No, not until after. Unless you, oh, I mean, this okay. is the Disney version. They don't do the the whole sexual thing. Oh, that's just it's like having sex with your dog. Like, oh god, think fuck, about it, right? That was weird. <laughs> right? Well, Brock, your dog, my dog Brock. He's he's made an appearance on our podcast a little bit. He he, he likes to battering ram the door open with his head. <laughs> he likes to bark every time I try to speak. And uh, the Skinwalker episode, if you remember. Oh shit, he's a Skinwalker. <laughs> time to go. <laughs> Get him out of here. If you remember, well. Uh, I turned, I turned oh, old time. Hey, like, what was it? Four years ago, every time he would sit right next to me, okay. and his little red rocket would stick out <laughs> while he's staring at me in the eyes. He was just excited to be around people. <laughs> That's okay. I, I don't judge. I'm not into dogs, though. So, well, tell me about your beastie. Regardless, um, it's going to get weird. <laughs> so, do you remember episode one? Our, our pal J.W. Burns. I, ooh. He was the one who coined the term Sasquatch. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yes. Sasquats and all that. Yeah, yep. the Rockets of the Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he uh, he was in the western area. of. I'm not going to lie. I kind of blocked out episode one and two because yeah, they were rough. Uh, everything was rough from, from the nerves to the edits to the ums to the. How, how to get it out. And. Thank you, everyone, for listening up right? until this point. <laughs> and if you haven't listened to those ones, just see how far we've come. Free. Feel free. Please, yeah. check just, it out. Maybe 10 it, minutes. Give it to give it 10 minutes. Just see how far we've come. Yes. It's, it's a beautiful transformation. So the Rockettes. I'm just kidding. We're past that. Um, <laughs> so he was in J.W. Burns. He was in um, the western area of Washington State. And he was speaking with different um, First Nation tribes, trying to get all their stories together right. on different tales of them, as we talked about back then. So, uh, in this particular incident, instance, he was talking with the probably going to butcher it. I'm sorry, the Chihalis tribe. It sounds good. Yep, C H E H A L I S. Um, so, when, when talking to them, he spoke to a woman who was in her 70s at the time, and she talked about a wild encounter and she had in 1871 when she was 17. So people can do the math on it to figure out when this was he was talking to her. But she was in her 70s, she was 17 in 1871. So, uh, That's gross. What do you mean it was gross? Well, I can imagine where your story is going to go, and she was only 17? Yes. Bigfoot, you rapist. Well, now, spoilers. Okay, so her Wait. name was... Say Go ahead, what were you saying? I don't honestly okay. remember what I was saying. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Her name was Seraphine Long. Seraphine Long? Seraphine. Fiend, okay. S-E-R-A-P-H-I-N-E. Seraphine Long. Seraphine Long. Uh, she was a First Nations gal of the Chihalas, as I mentioned. The Chihalas were no stranger to Sasquatch encounters. In fact, they had a constant harassment from the band of them that lived on Mount Morris, right next to where they had lived. Mount Morris? Yeah, not not our Mount Morris. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, Mount Morris. Classified. Um, just a mountain by them. They call okay. Mount Morris. All right. Classified. <laughs> well, we should have bleeped that out. Beep. <laughs> Every time we give a location. Beep. Yep. Yeah, so they had a band of them that lived on the mountain. Um, they would claim to see fires coming from the mountain at night from a quote-unquote Sasquatch camp. I didn't know they knew how to make fires. Neither did I. So according to them, these Sasquatches make fires. Um, so one day, Seraphine was walking in the woods by the mountain when a male Bigfoot came strutting through the trees. Oh, he was strutting. He huh? was strutting. He, he was, was looking for a mic. Yeah, yeah. He was cut. He was shredded. He's flexing his lats. He has nothing on our little no. guy over here. He was a natural. Our guy's got an eight-pack. Yeah. I lied. That's his chest. He's got a six-pack. I just realized that he Those has are a chest. Yeah. That was stupid. Yeah, you know who Bill Nye is? The science guy. Yeah. He Bill, looks, Bill. This guy Bill. looked nothing like him because he was a Sasquatch. So he sees this pretty lady. That came out of left field. <laughs> I love it. Uh, he sees this pretty lady just probably doing a musical number through the forest. I think Disney movie. Pocahontas. Sure. Pocahontas. <laughs> Pocahontas. <laughs> so, uh, so she's doing bad. her musical number. Uh, once he spotted her, he was in love. He quote unquote snagged her up, as she says. And threw her over his shoulder and began to take her into the woods. Romantic. Very romantic. Why didn't he club her on the head first? Uh, because you don't want to damage something you love. That's true. So That's, true. That's how I get my women. I just club them over the head. Ooga booga. Grab them by the hair, drag them to my cave. Ooga booga. Ooga booga. Soka. Soka. So, yeah, they had to take her into the woods. Uh, once they were deep in the woods at the base of the mountain, he smeared pine pitch over her eyes so she couldn't see. Now, pine pitch is kind of like a sap. Yeah. He loves her so much that he blinded her. I love it. Well, yes. Uh, so I he, don't want you to see how ugly I am. <laughs> oh. um, so, yeah, he covered her eyes so she couldn't open her eyes with the pine pitch, uh, threw over her shoulder, and carried her up the mountain. You look pretty with big makeup. <laughs> uh, the Sasquatch entered a cave set her down, and removed the pitch from her eyes. As she took in her surroundings, she saw two other Sasquatches there, one male and one female, and they both looked larger than her abductor, and she believed them to be his parents. For the remainder of this story, I will be calling her abductor Prince Adam, because oh. that is Beast in Beauty and the Beast. Oh, look at that. Uh, I ran that by my fiancé, who's an avid Disney fan, to make sure that was the correct name. She said it was. Gotcha. A quick Google search could have told you that, but I got it. <laughs> Love it. Uh, uh, being seen yeah. as the Sasquatch's property, she lived with them for a year. That's and a in this time. time, yes, and in this time, she said that a mutual love began between her and Prince Adam, and he was kind and gentle to her. Because he had a big, gross hand. Um but her time with them was not easy, and she did not live the same lifestyle as a wild Sasquatch, nor did her diet fit theirs, and she became sick. Oh. Oh. And her and Prince Adam banged it out. Consensually? Probably not. But nonetheless, it resulted in a pregnancy. Yeah. You just f- shot a big hot load in her, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. Multiple times. Um, <laughs> With her health deteriorating. Well, at that point, she probably looked as hairy as him, so it was all good. Oh, <sighs> Yeah. Um, well, legs and hair don't go into the... I did. Well, that too, yeah. I mean, it's... it's you know, it happens. It's, cool. it's natural. Absolutely. Um, you with do her you, health, boo. <laughs> so with her health deteriorating, Adam knew she could not stay. And so one day he put the pine pitch 
over her eyes again and began to trek back down the mountain. Uh, at the edge of the woods, he sat her down, removed the pitch, gave one last peck pop, and left her to be returned to her home. Peck yeah, pop like pop this? Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> Uh, you throw berries at these things as he's right in your mouth. Away, as he's walking away, he just flexes his lats behind. He's just like this. His lats, missing. huh? Yeah. I would hope he flexes his glutes. Oh, my. Big Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I wish we had the, the video. Yeah. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> um, yeah. Was he Gaston? Yeah. So he, he he dipped. He went back into the woods, left her. Um, I got a question. Yeah. Uh, this, hit this, me with it. I don't want to hit you. I don't want to hurt you. The pine tar. Yeah. Pine sap. Pine, pine pitch. Pine pitch. Thank you. Pine pitch. How freaking easy, how fucking easy yep. is it to put on and off your eyes? Like, they're it talking can't... like it just wipes off, but then they're also talking like it keeps her eyes yeah. closed. Like, which is it? I don't know. Um, that's a very good question. So, I do not watch anything related to baseball. I don't either. And I don't know much history about baseball. Pintar. And I'm very apologized to all you guys who do. I'm very apologized. I'm very apologized. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think they use so that. <laughs> I think they use that for grippage on the ball. Pine tar. And it's illegal. Do. Okay, so I think it's it a is similar. Illegal, yes. yes, I think it's a similar thing. Yeah. From what I looked up, it's kind of like a sap. Right. And sap's a pain in the dick to get off. So, according to her, it was on easy. And off. <laughs> <laughs> quick cut. <laughs> uh, so quick cut. So she is now left into the woods. She makes her way back home. Uh, when she returned to her family, her family was thrilled to have her back, and she was so thrilled and exhausted, she immediately went into labor. She births a human Sasquatch baby I've dubbed the human Sasquatch baby. I uh, Can I give him a name? Y- yeah. What is it? Eugene. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like it. Uh, so Eugene only survived a few hours before dying. Oh, well, that was... <laughs> Eugene is gone. <laughs> Cover your ears, little squatch. This is a sad story now. It is sad. It got sad. Uh, yeah, so apparently only survived a few hours. Did she Understandably. Go f- did she go find Prince Albert to have another... Prince Albert. Prince Adam to have another one? Prince Albert is something totally different. No. No, she did not. <laughs> um, And, yeah, so she the baby died. She, she lived into her 70s and then was recounting the tale of the J.W. Burns. In the arms <laughs> of an angel. Sorry. I think she lived a happy life after that, probably, except for the traumatizing experience she had for her 17th to 18th birthday. And no man could satisfy her after that big squatchy dude. <laughs> oh, God. She was ruined for life. <laughs> ruined. Ruined. Um, so being in her 70s, 70s at the time, as I said, J.W. Burns didn't push the subject of her traumatizing experience too hard and just got the story we know today. So he didn't ask for so many details because he said it was kind of a touchy subject. Um, and not Why? too long after speaking with him, she passed away herself. So that was the tale of Seraphine Long. Oh, she longed for his cock some more. Um, no, no, we'll get into the next one. Oh, bit. she didn't? No. She well, was, how do you know? Well, she was fucking, uh, well, the mutual love came. It, this you one, say a mutual love, I yes. think she longs for that big nine and a half no, inch. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I wonder if it has hair on it. It probably does. He I, is not sponsored by Manscaped. <laughs> he is He is not, and neither are we. So Manscaped. Man, please reach out to us. We have now Lots of opportunities to talk about Dr. Stuff. Squatch. I, Let's Manscaped. Manscape a little Sasquatch and use a lawnmower 3.0. 4.0 not sponsored. Now. Four. Oh, it's got an LED upgraded. light on it. <laughs> well, you're going high class now. <laughs> Manscaped. Talk to us. Buy yours and... Uh, we're not sponsored, and 
please tell us your second story so I can stop <laughs> yep. raving about Manscaped okay. ball shaving. All right. So our next story, very similar. Don't make fun of the beard. I love <laughs> you. <laughs> Straightener. Um, so our next story comes from Russia. Say that again. Russia. Oh, uh, motherland. <laughs> Fuck that bitch. This is Russia. Um, so our story is um, about a woman named Oksana. 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 That seems like a Russian name. Terletskaya. We're going to go with Oksana. I think I hit it. Oksana Terletskaya. I love it. Terletskaya. I don't think that we have any... That sounds a little more accurate. Terletskaya. I don't think we have any Russian listeners from our statistics. No. But... We do have Ukrainian. If we do have anybody that's... Spe- oh. Good. We don't want Russia. Go Ukraine. <laughs> anybody that speaks Russian. Did we say that name right? Maybe. Did we? Did Could you be. say that name right? Could be. Possibly. So, back to Oksana. Our next story of Sexy Bigfoot comes from Russia, as I said. Um, this is uh, a story that is recounted by psychiatrist Nikolai Boyarchuk. I was hoping you'd say Nikolai Koshlov. No. Uh, the story is told through a Russian blog website, from what I can tell. It's yeah. kind of like a Reddit, I think. It's type deal. There's a bunch of different like subcategories you can like. Part to- of the dark circles of the web have you been on? I don't know. What did, someone just, what, did someone just give you the dang link and tell you, hey, search this up? Sure did. No. Uh, so, uh, so it comes from this uh, Russian blog website, from what I can tell. Uh, he, he, claims, <laughs> he claims that because he believes he can speak openly. He claims that he can believes he can speak openly about her encounter because she's, quote, unquote, either dead or would never return to living with humans again, unquote. So we don't know. No. So our story begins, as they always do, with a woman lost in the woods. Uh, she was with her boyfriend, and he had hurt her. Didn't Help. Hurt. Help, I'm lost. <laughs> not, not so much yet. Uh, so she was with her boyfriend. He had hurt her, did something to her, whatever. Um, that guy. And she was upset. Him. Yeah. She was upset, so she fled into the woods uh, so she could be alone with her feelings and her thoughts. Um, she made her way to a tree, sat down behind, beside it, and cried for her pain. I don't blame her. Yeah, sympathize with her right now. Yep. So far. So time passed, uh, and she realized the sun was kind of getting low. Uh, right. So lost, brokenhearted, she noticed the sun was hanging low and made her... Sun is, sun is getting low, big guy. Sun's getting real low. So lost and brokenhearted, she noticed the sun was hanging low and made her way to a raspberry bush to eat some before searching for the path home. <laughs> <laughs> As she was grabbing the berries, she heard a rustling behind the bush and moved the branches aside. She saw him, the large hairy beast, looked brum, like an orangutan brum, brum. to her, and she screamed and fainted. Oh, that wasn't love at first sight. Got nope, it. that was not for her. When she woke, she was no longer in the woods. She had awoken in a cave. Awoken, that's the right word, right? Yep. Okay. In a cave. She could hear a stream nearby and saw a hole in the ceiling of the cave with the light shining in. And just imagine, she wakes up, she's just po- poking her head around, looking around. Now she turns her head to like right in front of her because she was like woke up on her side. What She's looking around, seeing everything hell? and taking her side. Turns her face right in front of her. They're sat directly in front of her, just staring at her. Kind of like I do to you. Yes. Uh, she s- saw him. Tang, as she called him. Tang Tang. Like the drink. Tang. Uh, when he was sitting directly in front of her and was showing his teeth like an angry animal would. Yeah, <laughs> just to wake up and he just sitting across, staring at it like that. The poor motherfucker was smiling and that he was saying, "Yes, that's what it was." Love me. She 
she noted later that she realized he was smiling at her because that's what he would do later on as a sign of happiness. As one does. He was smiling at her, trying to smile. Don't judge someone just by their looks. Sometimes we just have ugly smiles. Yes. Look so, at Big Squatch. Oops. Let's look at Little Squatch. You're Big Squatch. He's smiling, but he looks like he's like snarling. Like, it's like he's constipated. <laughs> he might be. He does have a bottle shoved up his ass. <laughs> so, I mean, he didn't quite necessarily hurt her at this time. Right. He startled her. She passed out. It was getting dark. He took her to shelter and safety to protect her right. and woke up smiling at her. It's, it's, it seems nice at first until we get into it a little bit. I was about to say, it's been like kind of a common theme. None of them actually like hurt. Exactly. But, they. I mean, they're animals, so technically when they rape you, it's not... It's just like a means of hurting. We'll get there. We'll get there. If, if rape happens or sex happens. Well, we're getting there. Um... If I would stop interrupting you. Yeah. <laughs> no. So, yes, yeah, she... Back to him. He was smiling. Uh, he crawled his way over to her, sniffed her clothing, <laughs> sniffed her face and head, slowly started making his way lower and lower, sniffing Ooh. steamy stuff. It smells like sardines. Um, as he got lower to a certain area, he then roared and tore the clothes from her body and got top, on top of poor Oksana and had his way with her. Got dark real fucking quick. That took a fucking turn to hell. <laughs> yeah. That that he's sniffing her, he's smiling at her, and now he's raping her. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh. So the next morning, she woke up, fucking abused, and then goes and gets raped by a goddamn wild animal. Right. Uh. The next morning, she wakes up. Uh. She woke up with the realization of her situation. She was now the prisoner and forced bride of Tang the Bigfoot. That's you, not me. I know. Um, and the time to follow, her situation was dark. The constant rape from Tang and imprisonment killed her inside. Tang would leave the cave and move a large boulder over the entrance, locking her in till he returned. But over time, a relationship started to form. He began to take interest in her belongings, notably her CD player. Now remember, at this time... When, uh, what year? I'm sorry. It never says the year, but CD she has player. a CD player noted in there, so it's got to be not too long. Right. CD players were, oof, I don't want to give a year. Shit, I had a CD player when I was in. Well, yeah, I had a CD player when I was a kid, too, but yeah. I was in the 90s. Know. So Maybe it's 80s? somewhere between yeah. 90 and 2010, we'll call it, because that 20 years, because fuck was using CD player when MP3s came out. And for you youngins out there, a CD player was this disc. <laughs> you see, you stuck it in. Uh, and your AirPods had cords connected to them. They yeah. had to connect to the CD player. It was a rough time. Yes. And when he went jogging, he went skip, 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 <laughs> skip. Oh, geez, I can't listen to my Metallica or whatever songs you listen to. Yeah. 50 Cent. What was it? 50 Cent. Yeah, I used to listen to him. I know you did, because yeah. I used to listen this to Galaga, and I remember you listening to 50 do. Cent. Yeah, remember the broken uh, radio in my... Yeah, in my car, and every once in a while, it would just all of a sudden the volume would shoot up, <laughs> yeah, yeah. blaring, and you couldn't turn it down or turn it off, and you had to eject the whole entire radio. <laughs> good times. So I, I miss that little green car. Yeah, I don't miss it at all. I love what my were car. we talking about? What? Oksana. Oksana. Yeah. Okay. Oh, CD player. He was interested in belonging so, to CD. Player. Yes. So remember, take uh, let's take inventory of where she was. She's locked in this cave. No clothes. They got ripped to shreds. So she's naked. 
She has, uh, she apparently had a CD player amongst a couple other little belongings that she didn't really mention what they were. (laughs) 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 I mean, that kind of works for the story. She kind of was in the clink clink. Good lord! What does it claim? (laughs) Clink 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 clink. Okay, so she had a CD player. Um, we'll get through it. Yes, Tang showed interest in it. Um, so she showed the beast how it worked and put the headphones around his head. <laughs> Start playing the music. She said the band, I don't know, some Russian band. It was like the greatest hits of this Russian band. <laughs> I don't know Russian. I'm sorry. I don't think it sounded like that, though. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to go for like an anthem march thing. I, I like don't it. Know. I'm still feeling sorry for Ex- Oxana. Russia or not. Oh, yeah. Don't poor, care. poor Oxana. So he put, she put the headphones around his head. He was horrified with it at first. Most people are. Wouldn't scare the shit out of him. Yeah. But he continued to have her play him music in the time to come, so much so to the point that he actually started to enjoy it. And then he would become angry when it would stop at the end of the CD or when the batteries eventually started to die. Oh. Oh. You made him happy. Oh. I'm attached to it. Now he's fucking pissed. Oh, I rape. (laughs) God. Um, so she conveyed to him the best way that she could between beast and human. Um, Good luck. She tried to explain to him that the machine would not work without the batteries, and she did this so with uh, taking the batteries out and showing him, miming. Soka, soka, This soka. not work. <laughs> water, um. water. <laughs> I'm um. assuming he fed her and gave her water. Oh, yeah, he took care of her. Okay. I'm, yeah, yes. I'm sorry if you didn't say if you did say that I I, no, must I didn't have say it. that he didn't I, I did not say that he he took care of her okay um because it was her forced bride quote unquote he doesn't want to kill her um no, he likes that ty- oh god please <laughs> proceed so he she um Christ I lost my spot so she conveyed on the big jobs you get that on the big jobs so she conveyed to him and to his understanding about the batteries one morning. He took one of the batteries out of the machine, left, and closed the boulder behind him, locking her in as usual. He's going shopping. Yes. <laughs> and I'm just, just reading my notes now. Sorry, I'm just picturing <laughs> a big tang, <laughs> orange. Orangutan. Rang, thank you. I couldn't think of the word. Orangutan oh, just going tang. into freaking Walmart and like, oh, Uka, Uka. <laughs> this fit. Uka. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he took he took the one battery out, left. Closed it up. When he returned, he had a few packs of batteries with him, which he surmised he had broken into a shop nearby and taken. I, I, he what? apparently is fucking smart, but he broke into a shop and they, stole some. They say, I don't know who they are. I've heard that they're smarter than people the give them bear. credit for. And the average bear. Hey, <laughs> boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> this is, we're in sync lately. Yeah. Hey, boo-boo, get back to your story, please. <laughs> um... So she surmised it had been taken from a local shop nearby that he'd broken into. So another detail about her location had been learned. She was near a settlement. Because up until this Ooh. point, she could only hear a stream outside and see outside the wooded area when the cave door would open and shut from him. Right. Um, so her time in the cave started to blur together. The days and nights passed as one, and the seasons were a blur, only to be told from the amount of light shining into the cave through the ceiling. Tang began to make a stockpile of food, which she presumed to be for winter, so it must be autumn. Oh, he's probably eating a lot of grass to clog up his butthole so he can take a 
Hibernation, huh? <laughs> Take <Sasquatch>? hibernation shit. <laughs> Do Sasquatches hibernate? I don't know, but regardless, there's not as much food. But yeah, that makes that that tracks. It tracks. Thank you. Yeah, so she started to believe it must be autumn because he's getting ready for winter. Gotcha. Still without clothing at this point. Fucking cold. It's getting cold. She tried to show him that she was cold. He understood her predicament and left. She noted that he was much smarter than she had originally thought, as we mentioned. When he returned, he had a warm padded jacket and pants for her. This account actually lines up with an account from a tractor driver who claimed that in the beginning of October, he had been attacked by a large hairy creature and had his coat and pants removed from him, and then the creature just fucking disappeared, dipped out. That's kind of creepy, then. In the same area. Yeah. Yes. So you have two accounts, two stories that line up. Line up. Separate. Yep. Hmm. Um, oh, shit. Yes. So he returned with the coat and jacket. She immediately, obviously, put him on. And she was very pleased to see that in the jacket pocket, she found a lighter. Saving oh. grace. That must have been a smoker. Yeah. Uh, she grabbed some twigs and branches from the cave and made a fire. Tang was excited to see it at first, but then became very distant and quiet, which she assumed was from a deep anger and horror, something he must not have... Um, Tang! 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 Don't like fire! <laughs> Tang! No get it! <laughs> so he, uh, he got up and went and sat in the corner of the cave alone and quiet, just facing his back to her, which is much different than how he had normally acted around her. Made him depressed. Yes. Scared him. Aww, scared him. Little guy. Uh, don't forget, he raped her constantly, so don't feel bad for him. Fuck that guy. <laughs> um, so she actually built up the courage to get up and go sit next to him. And she touched his head to try and console him. And he turned and looked at her and then wrapped his arms around her in a hug. So he was scared. Uh, a week later, at this point, he was comfortable with the fire. A week later, he happily and comfortably sat next to her by the fire. She cooked meat for him and roasted chestnuts, and he. she noted that he loved the way the cooked meat had tasted. Because obviously before he was just eating right. raw meat. Did it make him sound like that car that just went by? <laughs> <laughs> she also, during doing this, um, had hoped that the smoke would be a beacon to hunters or anybody who would see it. Unfortunately, nobody ever showed up. Right. Of course. So during the winter months, she caught a cold. I'm sorry, during the beginning of winter, she caught a cold, and he recognized that she was sick. He gathered roots and other quote-unquote remedies, I guess. I don't know how he would know what would uh, heal her. Um, Question is, did it work? No. Oh. Um, so he gathered roots and remedies for her, and he would hold her and embrace f- f- to keep her warm at night. So he was trying to take care of her. Um, so This still doesn't forgive the raping, though. No, it does not. But apparently, well, as I'll touch in a minute here, Spring had come by this time. She had gotten over the colds. They survived. Spring has sprung. Yes. Um, And at this time, their quote-unquote relationship had become quote-unquote perfect in her words. Sounds like um, Stockholm Syndrome. Yes. He would take her outside the cave with him to see the sunshine in the mornings, but again, would never leave her alone. So he was letting her out, showing her around. Right back in the cave you go. Um, One day... He was spooked by something and left the cave in a hurry and moved the boulder over the doorway as usual, but failed to notice the small gap he left behind this time. Oh, God. Yeah. So she squeezed her way through the gap and ran and ran until she found people. Well, yeah, because at this point, she's probably like a freaking rail. Yeah. So I I think they said it 
it was like summertime or so or start of summertime that she was missing. So it was almost going on a year. Yeah. So she squeezed her way through the gap and ran around. Um, so she found people. She was reunited with her parents. They took her to a hospital. Uh, the one that the doctor telling the account worked at. So he was the doctor who had talked to her at this hospital. Yes, that's right. That's another another layer to the story. Yes. Now I'm doing the quiet talk. Yes. He had said that at this point she was mentally incoherent and kept telling her story of being the wife of a Bigfoot. When she returned home, doot, doot. they cleared her. She returned home. Uh, they found that she couldn't return to normal human life. She was afraid of the dark. She would not go outside during the daytime, and she would not eat normal human food. PTSD again. Yep. So her family then checked her into a mental hospital where she recovered a little bit, um, and she kept telling her story to the doctors of what had occurred, and they wrote it in her file, believing it to be part of her delirium. So after she realized that no one believed her story, she became depressed and silent. She wouldn't eat or drink and didn't have any reaction to her family visiting her. But one day... Out of the blue, she made an incredible recovery. She began eating, talking, and even laughing, and told the doctors that she hadn't been sick at all, that, quote-unquote, he knew where to find her, and he would come rescue her. Yeah. So, the doctors thought that this was a development in her condition and put her in an isolated room alone. One night, in the middle of November... She went exorcism. Fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, She disappeared. Uh, The bars were ripped from the block wall... And her ward mates told tales of a large hairy beast breaking in and kidnapping her. Middle of the night in November. But due to a heavy snowfall, neither her nor the kidnapper could be tracked through the snow. And she wasn't ever heard from again. That is a wild story. So she's either dead or living with Tang happily married, maybe happily at this point. With a couple little Eugenes running around. (laughs) No, Eugene was the other one. Eugene, too. <laughs> this is Russia. This is... Uh, this is Russia Beach. Oh, wow. I, I don't know Russian names. I know one, but I'm not going to say it. Svatlana. Oh! I was going to say Natasha. Natasha. Natasha Svatlana. Ivan. 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 Drago. Oh. All right. So that's my two stories on the sexy Sasquatch who likes to rape women for some reason. I don't like the... Raping part of the stories. No. But I love the stories. That was great. Sexy Sasquatch. He's flexing his lats. So now here are some theories. Okay. I know there's a weird transition, but here's some theories on on how and maybe why they abduct, kidnap, steal. That's the rape part. Why are they doing it? it? Why are they doing it? Well, they rape because they're animals. So here's the, I'm going to be honest with you. I tried to do a lot of research and, and figure out some of the hows and whys. I, I came up with nothing. Yeah, me too. So I just kind of just spitballed it and speculated. But there is one that I'm pretty proud of because knowing that other animals have this and it's a tangible thing is infra- infrasound. Yes. Okay, infrasound. Infrasound is a frequency that is at least 20 hertz lower than the normal frequency Limits of a human hearing. Mm-hmm. Of a human hearing? Sorry. Of human hearing. Yes. I added a word. So the normal limits being of a human, 20 hertz to 20,000 hertz. 20 hertz to 20,000 hertz. <laughs> 20,000. <000. laughs> I was twirling my mustache. 20,000. 20, 
So that's where we're at. So below 20 hertz is infrasound, which is a low sound that we cannot hear. We can hear the bird, but not the infrasound. These sounds can travel very long distances, and the lower the frequency, the farther the distance it can travel. Mm-hmm. It can travel through trees, ground, buildings, what have you. It, it travels far, and it goes through stuff. Mm-hmm. Fre- frequently. Mm-hmm. frequently. Oh, wow. <laughs> we can't get the frequency. Sorry. Nope. No. Here's, here's some of the symptoms um, that the infrasound would have on humans and have had on humans because, like I said, it's an actual thing mm-hmm. that are exposed to, to infrasound. Yes. Disorientation. Yep. Nausea. Yep. Fear. Check. Panic. Check. Drowsiness. Mm-hmm. Hallucinations. Mm-hmm. Paralyzation. Mm-hmm. And loss of bowels. Oh. There, there's much more. And you shit your pants. It stunk. Everybody thinks... Sorry, I live in a very loud. busy Holy town. Holy crap. Everybody thinks yes. that the Sasquatch smells like crap. Mm. Shit. It's Just themselves. Dirty socks. They're shit in their own pants. They're shit in their own pants. Fuckers. They're blaming on Sasquatch. Fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that button works, right? <laughs> well, let's change fuck to bloody, because it means the same thing. And Bloody hell. It means the same thing, but you know... The word fuck might trigger people, where bloody would only trigger the people in UK. You're a wizard, Harry. (laughs) (laughs) Or 10% of our listeners are from Britain, so we're sorry for saying bloody. It's okay, they say the C word, and it's no biggie to them. I love it. I do too. Normalize the C word. But, theory goes that Sassy... Yeah, Sassy. You like that? Sexy Sassy. He uses infrasound to mess, mess with electronics... And hide their presence and even paralyze people or animals. Sorry. My theory. Uh, the theory. No, theory. I like it. Yeah, it, sorry. It, it, as I said before, how my brain works, I just yes. pictured him doing the Professor X doing the, just the, the woods, <laughs> doing the hands to the forehead. <laughs> You're not paralyzed. Gene, calm down. So that's, that's kind of the theory on how they use infrasound. Mm-hmm. I came in hot, but. I'm going to keep going with it. Send it. Some animals that use infrasound are whales and dolphins. They use infrasound to navigate the ocean Mm -hmm. and to stun fish so they can eat. Mm -hmm. You have tigers that use infrasound to stun their opposition or prey. I did not know tigers did Yeah, when they roar, they use the infrasound. That's incredible. But they have that frequency is what I'm trying to say. And that's why I've never been close to a tiger, even at the zoo. Yeah. But there's been... When it roars, you get this dread, apparently. Did you know that a tiger's roar is actually what they use in movies and in the opening for that one movie studio as the lion's roar? Oh, yes. lions yes, not yes. roar that way. Fun yeah, fact for yeah. you. I love a lion's roar, but that's... Yeah. He, that guy did, too. He honked. <laughs> Honk if you like a lion's roar. <laughs> Tiger roar. Tiger roar. So those are the ones that use it for, like, hunting or defense. Elephants, hippos, rhinos, giraffes, alligators—all of those create, and many, many more. Mm-hmm. We're just touching the—I'm just touching the broad spectrum here. Yep. They use it to communicate over long distances. So, remember, the lower the frequency, the further the distance. They just use it. Yep. So it is a thing in wildlife that is used, mm-hmm. proven, scientific. Maybe Bigfoot has this. Yeah, so it's that's not why I, so wild of a thought, though. Right, is what I mean, I'm that's to why say. I shit my pants when I'm at the zoo and I hear a tiger roar. 
Oh, that's what that was. That's why. I've, ne- I've never <laughs> been to the zoo with you. <laughs> Which is weird. You grew up, mind you. Yep. He is my nephew. I know he doesn't say uncle. Spoiler alert, everyone. Spoiler. We spoiled it in episode 10. But I'd like to say... <laughs> go ahead. I was going to say something. Yep. No, he's my... I, we I, grew up. He is not my uncle. I'm not your uncle. I'm his uncle. Yep. I refuse to let him call me uncle on the podcast because... But we grew up as brothers, weird. pretty much. Basically. Yeah, I picked on him as a brother, and he tattled and tattled said I did brother. stuff like... Like, what... I didn't even we touch put, the kid. He put me through drywall like I put my brother through drywall. I threw him over a gate thinking I was having, you know. We're, we're okay. playing. Let me throw you over the fence. It was like a three and a half foot fence. No, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, but a ball would go over the fence. He would run up. Okay, throw him over. <laughs> I found out, no shit. I found out like. Three months ago, that he hated that, oh, and I'm like, really? "Why didn't you say that? What do you mean, oh really?" With you. I love how you said, "Oh really?" Like we weren't talking about you. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> he hated it. <laughs> what a weirdo! <laughs> uh, Why did he run up saying, "Throw me over"? Then <laughs> I don't know. Ask yourself that. I like when you you knock the wind out of me. And I'm like, <gasps> and you're like, "Oh my god, don't die, don't die." <laughs> I look it. I you was, were young. We were rough. I, we, we toughened you up. Yeah. Now look at you. Pussy. <laughs> so, animals, infrasound. Right. So, the infrasound, that is the theory on the infrasound. Now, we're going to get into some of the other wackier things I came up with. And okay. Anything you have, please just jump in. Okay. Jump in. I'm still on the how, though. Okay. So, they sneak up and grab you while you're sleeping? Snagged them up. Just they, they, they stealth Rambo the shit out of you and go, <laughs> gotcha. Over the shoulder. <laughs> Gone. Boop, boop. Or, or they simply just overpower overpower you, and they just take a motherfucker. Yep, they are big, strong, hairy brutes that will take what they want when they want. Yes. They're in them. Kind of like Tang. Tang. Do you have any in the house? <laughs> any, any theories on how? Um, No, not really. I mean, That's I think okay. it's just, I, I, I like your infrasound. It's yeah. a very good case for it. I wanted um, something like. Yes. Actual, because all the rest of the stuff I have are just theories and kind of goofy. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, these creatures are just that they're animals. And, I mean, if they're not as evolved as we are, they still have the animalistic nature of that's what I want. I take what I want because I have the ability to do that. So So that's how they do it. They just take it. We're similar. I mean, if you got got, uh, Sasquatches in the Pacific Northwest of America, there's no other monkeys to be similar to them no so we're the only closest thing to them we're just hairy or less less hairy hairy. to them you know they Mm -hmm. may not understand that that we're a different species just think that one's fucked up fucking that one's got a nice ass (laughs) mine (laughs) (laughs) it's yeah so who knows there's also with some of the tales we we hear it's like they have intelligence though yes like a higher level of intelligence than people give them credit for right I turned to Tenny, and I'm talking with my fingers. So that's the house. That's the house. And that's a microphone. I hate it. Now, why? Why would they? uh, We kind of touched on it with what you just said. I have four kind of main points with not much notes on it, but (laughs) why? They take us because they're curious. Yep. They think we're like animals that they can keep as pets or rape as they will. 
Yeah. They're hungry. Maybe they eat humans or they like the food we have with us and they just want food. Yeah. They're territorial. Mm-hmm. I mean, we live in a day and age where real estate is expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I love where you're going with this already. And they do not appreciate you trouncing and trespassing on their land. <laughs> All right? Real estate is expensive. <laughs> and finally, something close. you've touched on. Okay. Mating purposes. Uh-huh. They need to keep their species alive. Okay? Sasquatch needs love too. He can get lonely, and it could be lonely out there in the woods all by yourself. And you're a rare breed, you know. Maybe the local Talent. hot lady is hot squatch. You know, the old fur gloves is 200 miles away. She was road hard and put away what? Gross. <laughs> She's 200 miles away. Yeah. But then you got this beautiful. There's hot milfs in his area. <laughs> you have... Uh, Natasha Romanoff's sister Florence Pugh She doesn't have fur breasts Fur fur glove breasts No, we can confirm that now Thank you very much (laughs) You'll never hear this so I'm not worried And if you do Call me So, (laughs) no Kidding, kidding You're not married yet Don't jump the gun Close. There's still hope for you. <laughs> so, Love you, wife. Long story short, those are my kind of hows and whys. It's, it's more of yeah. a goofy segment with the infrasound being the actual point of it. What yes. I think could possibly be it. It's a very good detail. So now we are going to do a new segment, and we don't have... New segment time. New segment. Uh, I'm excited for this one. I really think it has potential to stick around just like the puzzling puzzles. With Jana. Go ahead. We have the theme song for that one. We will go to the moon this decade. I'm doing no, that's, the. That's the Obama thing. Oh, that is. Yeah, he Obama did that. The 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 fist with your thumb pointed at the. Oh, okay. Talk, All right. Make, when you make a point. <laughs> so new segment. We have a new segment. Yep. I can't talk like him. No, nope. but that's we okay. will try. <laughs> we have a new segment. It is called "What Would You." There you go. Yeah. The segment. Does not have a theme song yet. But if it goes well, we will make a theme song. And we will introduce it with a different impression of a president. <laughs> I'm very limited. <laughs> yes. With what presidents I can do. All right. So I'm going to let you, I want you to start with this. I want to hear your. <gasps> My ina- the inaugural segment. Oh, inaugural okay. segment with the inaugural scenario. Okay. Do we, we, do we talk about what the segment is? So the segment is <laughs> called What Would You? And basically, it is we give a scenario. And we ask the question at the end of it. And the other person has to tell how they would get out of the scenario, what would they do, what would they say, so on and so forth. But it has to do with the episode, so it's going to change each time. Okay, my scenario starts as this. Oh, I'm excited. You ready? Oh, my back hurts now. (laughs) It's late night. You've just finished a Thursday night screening of the new Marvel movie. You're driving alone on a country road home. It's summer, you have the window down, and the only light besides your headlights is the moon's bright glow. As you turn around a long, sweeping turn, your headlights illuminate a hairy, nine-foot-tall ape-man sprinting at an inhuman speed from a field toward the road on a direct collision course. You hit the brakes, unsure if the thing your tired eyes are seeing is human or even real. 
It turns its head towards your car as it nears the road, its enormous eyes reflecting like flashlights back at you. It is now in the road blocking your path, standing your car down. Your speed has decreased to a crawl as you piece the situation together. It's now standing facing you, and you've stopped your car altogether. You're fishing for your phone in the dark, too afraid to take your eyes from the creature. You're about 25 foot away at a dead stop, and a standoff ensues. As you're watching the creature, your door gets ripped open, and you get hit over the head. You awake being carried through a field in the dark. The moon shows a Sasquatch walking alongside the smelly beast carrying you. You remember the small three-inch blade pocket knife that you carry with you, and you know the field you're in and recognize the farmhouse 300 feet away. What would you do? So with all the research we just did with, uh, well, what I did with Albert Ostman, yes, knowing and drawing back to that, I wouldn't try stabbing the creature because it definitely would not kill it, and it definitely would piss it off. Yes. Knowing that the field is someone, or I recognize it, my first thing I would do would be try yelling. Yes. If I knew the owner, yelling their name, just making as much noise as possible, getting someone's attention, hoping that it either scares the creature and drops me, or that somebody comes out, sees, and helps in whatever way. If that didn't work... I would stick my thumb up his asshole because I really don't know. <laughs> stick <him. laughs> No. Uh, <laughs> that would scare it. Ever seen the uh, YouTube video of the little gorilla and he sticks his thumb oh, up the father's the, butt? The chimp. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but on a real note. It's a survival that's, tactic. That it? You know what? If yeah. it gets me to survive, that's fine. But if that if the yelling doesn't work, making commotion, I that's it's a tough one because I know this creature is much bigger and stronger than me. Did you say there was two? Yes, one carrying and one next to it. Yes. So I know these creatures are much bigger and, and stronger than me. So any kind of physical attack on it probably either won't touch it or just piss it off. Yes. Bumble. Sorry for the commotion. It's all good. So yeah, I that's that's a good one. That's a good. One. So I guess did I, I do would, it right? You did a beautiful job. I guess I would wait until they get me to their lair, assess the situation, lair, nest, cave, wherever it is, assess the situation, and make a decision. I have a pocket Go knife. Go from there. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be as worried just because these stories, they're, they're not harming people. Yeah. They're so just I would try to calm my sound. I have, a, I have a little butt, and it does not... <laughs> It does not look kind Not for long. <laughs> if you're in this scenario. Well, I don't have problems going to the bathroom, but at least I won't. When you fart, it'll go. <laughs> <laughs> Silent, but deadly. <laughs> so hopefully I answered that to your, your satisfaction. I enjoyed it. You enjoyed it. I loved your detail. I tried to get detail in mind. But I think you just blew my detail away. Sorry. This is so something might. that happens to me when that situation happens. Like yeah. Coming home late night in a Marvel movie, and I'm just on the country road, and I'm just uh. like, what if this fucking thing just ran out? <laughs> no, it was great. I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Keep it up. Good work. So I'm going to go into mine. Kay. Maybe I'll add some details to mine because I feel kind of shamed. Jesus. I created the goddamn segment, and you just blew me. Away. I shouldn't pause there. Oh, gross. Okay, so you yes, you want to get away. I do. You decide you're going to go on a three-night fishing trip because mm. I know you love fishing, so we're trying to make this realistic. Go on a three-night fishing trip to get away from the bird, 
your wife, you know, just everybody you all want a little peace of mind. Oh, okay? Yes, I'd kill for it right now. It happens. We all need it sometimes, okay? Yeah. It's not saying anybody's wrong, but yes. You make a camp, you have your tent, mm-hmm. you know, whether you want to sleep in a little hammock in between the not, not want to. Sorry. You want to sleep. You decide to sleep in one of those hammocks. You know yes. the ones you have father your father has. Yes. Put it between two trees. You can sleep there. You have a little canopy you can throw up top of it. And while you're sleeping one night, someone or something grabs you. Also grabbing your backpack while you still are sleeping, mm-hmm. throws you over its shoulder and starts carrying. It's very similar. That's why I was pausing there because I'm like, I don't want to put the same thing he said. So Shit, I gotta. Sorry. No, no, it's not the same thing you said, but it's throwing yeah. it over the shoulder. But at least I go farther. Mm. After what felt like forever, kind of like what Albert Osman said, felt like forever. They travel a long distance. You're far away from your camp. You're deep in the woods. There's no civilization around. There's no people around. Mm-hmm. You don't hear cars. You don't hear anything. Finally, he or she puts you on the ground. When you you come to your senses, you look around, you realize you're in a large cave with what looks like a family of three Sasquatch. Oh, shit. He's the big fella standing <laughs> standing nearly eight foot tall, roughly 500 pounds. I mean, you're estimating, of course, five to 600 pounds. The female, or the old lady, about seven feet tall, four to 500 pounds. And the little squatch, little squatch, little squatch, roughly six foot and about 300 pounds, you know, juvenile, <laughs> little guy, a teenager. Little guy. Yeah. There's only one way out of this cave, and the big fella stands guard by the opening almost 24-7. And when he is not standing guard by this opening, the old lady is standing guard. And so you have one of two big beasts, mm. pick or choose, that are standing in front of this. There's opening, only opening. There's nothing behind you because okay. it's just rock. Only okay. one opening, only one way out. The only thing you have with you in your backpack, so you have your backpack, you had your hunting knife, mm-hmm. you have two cans of beans, a pot, and some utensils. They bring you food to eat, so they're not trying to harm you, but they're keeping you they're keeping me captive. They're keeping you captive. Mm. The child is a female, by the way, so maybe they're... Wanting to mate you with your oh. big beard, and they think, Look at this handsome fella. <laughs> you got the big fella, you got the old lady, you got old fur gloves over there, and you got this handsome big fella. <laughs> my question to you is, What would you do, and how would you escape? Mm. Slice my femoral artery. Yours. Yeah. Just dead. Yeah. dead. <laughs> no. You just kill yourself. <laughs> no, just These guys kidding. mean you no harm in the feeding you, and you're like, Yeah, fuck this. No, just kidding. Whew, that's a good one. I, tr- right. I tried. That's what that's that's because you know, yeah, like you said, they're not. Trying to hurt me. Yeah, I wanted to the point moment, that out. Yes. And I wanted to point out that the male's so guarding the door, knife. but then the female when he forages or okay. goes and steals people. So I think... Hunting knife, two cans of beans, a pot, some utensils, as well as a backpack. Yes. So I'm thinking my biggest um, uh, threat is going to be, obviously, the male leader one. Big fella. Big fella. Um, I'm assuming that the... the, the Medium fella, lady, the fella lady. Are you talking about old lady or are you talking about the uh, old fur gloves? Old fur gloves. (laughs) (laughs) I'm assuming that she is going to be not, maybe is familiar with the outside, not familiar with the outside train. But um, I don't know. I'm assuming that the big fella is going to be the biggest threat. I would agree. 
Yes. So I think it's uh, it's hard to know without their habits. I would learn their habits. I'm going to bide my time. What I'm going to do is I am going to slowly use stuff that they bring me mm-hmm. to uh, slowly gather enough stuff to create a fire. I'm going to start a fire in there while they're sleeping. When the lady one is guarding the door mm-hmm. and maybe the big fella is sleeping, start a fire, smoke them out. Lady can't see me. Sneak over. Pow, pow. Slice the, kill the, kill the big one, the big fella. Pow, 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 with the knife. Now, she's hearing the screams from the inevitable screams of... Oka, oka, oka. And, you know, I'm going to do this right. I'm going to go for the neck. It's not so strong there. I'm not going to stab him in the head. You really turned into Rambo in the story. Well, I'm trying I to like get this. out. I don't want to get my ass raped. <laughs> I love that they're, like, peaceful feeding you, and you're like, Die, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> you're fine. This is the violent, of course. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. Um... This is not the direction I honestly thought you were going to go. So. Well, I love it, though. I, 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 I want to hear. Knowing how my me. stories went. Yeah. I know that sometimes <laughs> there's a Sasquatch cock coming. <laughs> Holy crap. I just realized we're kind of telling this from our own story stories. Research. Yeah. That's, I didn't even think about that. I know where there's this is going. a giant hairy cock coming. <laughs> it's 12 inches long and 3 inches wide. <laughs> oh, God. When it goes in, it expands. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Femoral artery. <laughs> no. Um, or carotid artery. Yeah. So I'm doing the carotid for big boy, big fella. Get him. And then I'm hoping that in the commotion, I can get my way out of there. Mm-hmm. And I'm just hoofing it as far as I can until one of them catches up with me. I like it. But maybe they'll try and tend to big fella's wounds and save him. Yeah. See, I didn't want to give you a gun, by the way, because I didn't want to give you the oh. theory of shooting over. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> I didn't want any. I wanted to make it legit, like, what would I do in this scenario? Yeah. I, I thought you'd you'd go with uh, something to do with the beans and the cans and try to make a distraction and yeah. have them and then sneak out. Not nah, you went with the killing. You said, Albert Ostman, you didn't want to be charged with murder or be a murderer. <laughs> I want to be a murderer. <laughs> And I'm going to take the body, too. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to take the body. I'm taking them. Uh, yeah. I love it. That was great. Cool. It was great. Both. I, I loved your story, and I loved your answer. It was awesome. I'm not going to be no Sasquatch bitch. <laughs> no. I have a tiny butthole. <laughs> you have a tinier one. How do you know this? I don't know. I'm just... <laughs> well, that is our hopefully fun, entertaining story on stories and scenarios on abduction. Abducted by Bigfoot. Abducted. By Sasquatch. Abducted by Sasquatch. We call Sasquatch. it Sasquatch. It's Sasquatch. Stick with it. Sasquatch is the quote-unquote <sighs> technical term, quote-unquote, <laughs> quick cut. Absolutely. Yep. Now I have a question for you. I have an answer for you. Maybe. We'll get into that in the next, next uh, episode. Could Sasquatch mm-hmm. be the cause mm-hmm. or the reason for all of these, you touched on in the beginning, all of these missing people the in estimated sixteen hundred people. Annually. Could they, you know, could they be part of it? Could I it be something else? Why are we not research? Not re- not us researching, but why are we not why, looking into this yes. or recording it? Yes, yeah, I believe that this could be uh, a possibility to uh, an explanation of some of them. Right, uh, it's obviously all the national parks, and you know that's a wide vast area for these creatures to live in. 
Of course. I, there's many reports. Most, sorry, not most, but lots of reports are from the national parks because it's protected untouched land by. Exactly. Exactly. Can't, can't log, can't, can't um, build, can't do anything there. Right. It makes sense. Yeah. So I think that's part of it. But we're going to touch on it in the next few episodes about these disappearances. One episode, two episodes. We're going to figure it out. But at the very least, next episode. This is definitely. a topic that has always fascinated yes. me because um, it's, we both grew up going to uh camping all of our life every year we go camping and so oh we're gonna go squatching oh we're going squatching this year actually by the time this comes out we've already been squatching been (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah it's something that uh, i really take a great interest in because um in these cases you have people who are very experienced um very experienced wilderness um, explorers right or people um Go missing completely, never return without a trace. People who should not go missing. People that know what the fuck they're doing. Right. Shouldn't just constantly disappear. Exactly. Gotcha. Then on the opposite side of the spectrum, you have people like two or three-year-old children who go missing in national parks or in the woods, and they're gone for days, but then suddenly reappear perfectly fine, but with missing, like, say, their shoes or a coat in its wintertime, or they're found... in um what's the word uh they're found in a distance away that should not make sense right like at the top of a mountain um and so you got those cases where someone who should not survive like a three-year-old child survives perfectly fine on harp or a week or whatever yes I, I remember watching it but yes by your recommendation yeah so you're very passionate about it yeah and i knew we'd be doing an episode so this is a good way for us to yeah. introduce uh, our next topic. It was a fun way. I mean, we're going to keep the comedy up in it, yeah. but it was kind of... It was a good way to get into it. We, we're named Don't Touch My Sasquatch. we got to have some Sasquatch <laughs> stuff. Sasquatch, don't touch me. <laughs> in this case, definitely. <laughs> and hey, this is a perfect scenario, not the missing 411, but this is a perfect scenario that we just did. If When we're going squatching... Mm-hmm. If we get st- taken, we now have have, have workshops some ideas. I like it. Yep. We were smart on that. So we're both bringing giant hunting knives. <laughs> giant. The size of my leg. So I've ordered three katanas. <laughs> I got two machetes and a giant vibrator. Oh, Jesus. If you're going to stick something in me, I'm sticking something in you. All right? Oh, oh, <laughs> what the fuck? You're oh. sleeping, big boy. All right. <laughs> Whoa! And yeah, how do you like it? Grabs Shit. your head, spins it backwards. At least not that, that quickly. Anymore. Not your problem anymore. It's Absolutely. immediately not your problem. Yeah, or it is my problem and he likes it. <laughs> and then I have to massage a big eight-foot <laughs> prostate. Oh, anyway, on that note. That was the episode. This was our episode on Bigfoot Sasquatch abductions. <laughs> great job, great job. And, yeah. and don't forget, please, donate to Little Squatch's Sanctuary. He needs, Through our Patreon. He needs this. He misses his family. They're off. We need to find them. We're going squatching. We're going squatching, bitches. <laughs> we, somehow we keep flipping that around. <laughs> so that was our episode on Sasquatch abductions. Um, be sure to check out our podcast, uh, Don't Touch My Sasquatch Pod, on Instagram. Write us an email at dtscast at gmail.com. Rate us, write us, review us. Give us a five-star rating. Tell a friend. Leave a review. Um, Cover it all. Yes, cover it all. Check it out next Monday. And stay curious, be vigilant, and remember, don't touch my Sasquatch. And don't let him touch you. No. Peace. See you.
You gotta unmute me? Shit! Shit! Restart! <laughs> you are unmuted. Stand by one. Sorry, just bumping the music out there. Albert Ostman. Notification. Ah. Time. I had an itch on my nose. That wasn't a, it was perfect <laughs> it was like, timing. It was though. like a tip. Perfect timing. <laughs> what the, I didn't make a noise. I just itched. The creature would be pissed off, like I just said. And I just read my note again, so I'm going to. <laughs> so the nade, na- na- he couldn't get a hold of it. And, oh, so, sorry. I lost my. I love the banter, but I lost my spot. Get you I lost my spot. I love the sidetrack because it's just, it's gold, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I can't play footsie with you again. Ten tip. Absolutely. But I actually wrote on accident, shitting the boulder <laughs> behind him. <laughs> That's oh, a big man. shit. So, ka, ma, di- so, <laughs> we're not finishing that sentence. <laughs> Oh, I see. So he then, there you go. Oh, you didn't get it? I I follow, I follow. (laughs) Now you do. I know that reference, Captain America. I get that reference. Do your best and cock the rest. It's a saying at work. Beautiful. Should have been part of the BFRM. Bigfoot raped me. Oh. Hashtag. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a movement. Nowadays. It would. BFRM. Bigfoot raped me. I'm hoping my growling stomach's not coming through. <laughs> not at all. That not was all. loud and I heard it. It was probably echoing through my body. Over. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and I would love to be sponsored and sponsored. Sponsor. Could be. Possibly. Could be. Possibly. That was could the joke. Be. All right, you cut my that favorite, one. Favorite pastime, though. Family <laughs> listens. We can cut that. Actually, yes. <laughs> Damn it. You're going to unmute me? <laughs>